an excerpt from Blue Lips by Regina Spector. He took a step, but then felt tired. He said, I'll rest a little while. But when he tried to walk again, he wasn't a child. And all the people hurried past real fast, and no one ever smiled. Let's just dramatically go out on the staircase that leads up into the library and look out over the burning town dramatically. Yeah. It's not the town so much as just the train station, for now. And look out over the burning train station. It's not like we had anything to do with that. There's something that went down. Maybe it was your fault. Who's to say? Okay, you say you're as a collective, but I was being a good boy. (laughs) Maybe it was Yuria's fault, specifically. For now, I'm just going to pull out Char and just kind of hold it like I'm guarding against attacks and just kind of walk into the fire very slowly and let Char just kind of slowly slurp those flames up, yum yum. Char is a cursed blade that consumes flame by eating it. Oh, radical. So as you enter the flame, the sword twists and grows, and the tip of it continues to grow and grow and split and grow some more, and you have basically a sword hydra extending out in front of you. But everywhere where fire was is now a bramble of blades. Char, you fucking idiot. I'm throwing you in the ocean. And the train golem, it's going to start rushing up the hill towards you guys. No, yeah, that makes sense. It's a train. It goes up hills. This, yeah, this seems totally fair. Can I just, like, punch a hole in it? Can I, like, rip off a hole in it and find a door or something? You can get there quickly, avoiding harm, or quietly drawing no attention. Or you can bring someone with you if you want to Drake, Harbing, or Yuria onto the train. Hell yeah! I swear to God, if you pick me up again, <laughs> I haven't pick- I haven't hit picked up Harbinger yet. It's the only member of the party I have not manhandled. Yes, I'm into it. Finally, <laughs> handled. It's my turn. Panhandled. <gasps> <laughs> <laughs> So Pan, Dog, pulls you out of the train as Harbinger pushes you out of the train and you get tossed up on top of the cliff as the main engine car goes r- flying off and lands in the lake below with a sploosh. With Harbinger still on board? Yes. Harbinger being like, well, I guess this is it. I leave it all in your hands. And this is probably like mental connection to everybody else. So I'm going to use Blessing of Speed just to blip back down onto the train with Harbinger. Yeah. Also, we described your speed once before. So Yuria standing at the top of the cliff looking over. You see Pan land next to you. And then suddenly, Pan's not there and there's just lava footprints. The fuck? And then Pan pops in and Harbinger's all like, oh! And then just like immediately jumps into Pan's arms. (laughs) Like dying is cool and all, but not dying is also very cool. I just figured for once I should be the one to make sure we all survive something. You can't see it, but Harbinger smiles. I'm realizing now in the current situation, you would have been saved either way, but you're welcome. Yeah. This accomplished basically nothing. 
Yeah. Thanks for saving me from the thing I did to myself. Thank you for saving me from the thing I did to myself. Aren't we a bunch of stinkers? I am really failing my agenda of making sure you don't go through your decisions. Anyway, hey, welcome back to Six Feet Under, Fellowship to Winter's End. Uh, we are still in Dragon's Lore, which is significantly longer than I expected to be in Dragon's Lore. It's a hell of a town. We fell in love. Remember the map episode where you said that we'd probably never meet trouble? Yeah, yeah, I do remember that. I remember that very clearly because I edited that this weekend. We're cutting ahead a bit. It is now the next day. You guys all had beds somewhere. Was it an inn? Was it in the library? I guess that's up to you guys. Where would you have liked to have slept? You mean we aren't walking like a mile out of town to sleep in our tank? I feel like the blanket might have just slithered under a rock on that cliff and not been seen until morning. Is it not possible for me to use Harbinger as a hammock? No, I'm gone. I went under a rock. Yeah, they slithered under a rock. Hmm. You can't use hammocks underground. There's just no air to swing in. I'm probably staying with trouble. That makes sense. I feel like I'm not allowed back inside. No, they're upset no, with you. No, definitely. They're very upset with the things that you have I think said you're the them. only one who has to walk back to the tank. Yeah, everybody else I'm pretty sure is welcome in the library, but... No, that seems like a dick move, considering what Harbinger and Pan kind of fucking mutually saved each other from demise is last time. That seems kind of fucking cold. I would probably hollow out a pocket in my underground living room, my den. I thought you were going to say hollow out a pocket in my underwear, and that is... No, jeez. (laughs) Good God. We, We are PG here, thank you very much. I don't think it's true that we're PG because I've heard our concepts from Mudslide and Black Velvet. I think Pop-Tart has said fuck at least once, right? (laughs) Yes, I did. Yeah, but that was the only one and now you did two. (laughs) Can can Firepan go party? (laughs) God damn it. Can you just have a night out on the town? Fuck it. By the time Harbinger, like... Pan, I know you don't have anywhere to go tonight, and it's like, getting through this diatribe of, like, offering the cave, and by the time they turn back around, Pan is already fucking gone. And there's, like, vague shouting down in the town, like, woohoo! I'm gonna be 17 forever! It's a perfect time for Pan to go partying, he's got a babysitter and everything. Yeah. Who the hell's the babysitter? I got ditched, remember? <laughs> no, Trouble is the babysitter. Yeah, they just head out to the club every night. State night. I can't believe you're going clubbing. See, it's not clubbing. It's it's clubbing as in literal clubs. Did you find a fight club? <laughs> yes! Let's make this episode no, Pan goes no, to fight club. No. Better question. Did you find a shogi club or like a trading card club? That's awful. No. I, I, I just want him to get a little whiny. A little boozy. Because I don't think we've explored the possible implications of what Firepan's body does with alcohol. Well, damn, the world's your oyster. Go empty a cask or whatever. Go, go, it's your scene. Go, go. And if Yuri is allowed to get high, Pan is allowed to get drunk. I, the voice in the sky, am pushing Pan onward toward the fucking bar or whatever. It's vaping. It's not getting high. The Blues Jazz Club. So, Pan, do you want to take the first downtime scene? Dearest Pan, let's hear what you have to say. 
Oh, we didn't actually have anything planned yet. Oh. Everyone else can go do their setups first while I think about ah! this. Well, it's probably not going to be, like, right this moment, because everyone else is going to bed. Like, Sorry, reasonable. I just want to point out that Riley just turned into a pterodactyl. <laughs> <sighs> Look, I mean, the specifics of what happened are important. The important thing is that Pan is coming back tomorrow morning very hungover. Okay, then we can just start there. That's good enough. We don't need to go into your whatever escapades. It's the next day! Everyone is well-rested and feeling good, and Trouble and Dr. Chaos are going to be all like, Hey, thanks for stopping that train from hitting our library. Oh, hey, yeah, sure. And Pop-Tart is the one they like the most of you for. Mm-hmm. Oh, fine. Pop-Tart, pick a fellowship move. That's understandable. <gasps> um... I posted them in the Discord. Okay, good, because you said I wouldn't need my book. Yeah, you don't need your book. So, how fellowship moves normally work, you get to pick from three, one of which is Trouble's Advice. Trouble will give you each secrets that you can use to declare facts later. You could get Dragon Treasures, where Trouble and Dr. Chaos will allow you to surreptitiously take some stuff from their library. Or alternatively, Dr. Chaos can give you a letter of recommendation, which will get you an in with any orc later. Damn, that's pretty good. I mean, I know which one I want, but I'm not opposed to stealing it. Yes, I would like everyone to please throw in words of advice, but Pop-Tart has final say. Yeah, come on, make, make your case, friends. Look, orcs are cool. <laughs> <laughs> Solid case. Good case. The colonist eye is also cool. Yeah, the, the thing about the treasure is I added a note here in the description, but there are two artifacts that we know about that half the party would be interested in. And I think those unique treasures might be the better get right now, as cool as orcs are, because we could always diplomatize our way into an orc's good graces later on, even without a letter, but I'd, we might not get a second chance at those artifacts. That's true, Yuria already has an in with the orcs herself. Well, some of them, yes. If we can call it that. She has history with the orcs that she can use. She knows, like, two orcs. There's more than two orcs. Yeah, we don't know which orcs we're going to meet, though, so it could be that, like, we will never meet one that Yuria doesn't know, and therefore the letter would be useless. Uh, Riley, what's your opinion? I was just gonna go with the treasure, because we already... I am definitely interested in that columnist die. And Clove? I was also gonna go with the treasures, but again, not opposed to stealing. Pan just bursts into the room and is like, I'd like to announce that I'm not opposed <laughs> to stealing. <laughs> I like the appeal of secrets, but I like shiny things also, so I'm gonna go for the treasures. Okay. Each of you may take a treasure from their collection. And there are two special options that you guys can take, but uh, otherwise you get to describe a dragon made or dragon slaying item of your choice and take it. Well, Harvey, do you want to get the eye or shall I? Is the eye the same orb that Yuria initially yes. kicked off? Well, no, definitely Yuria. Are you kidding me? Come on. Minor things for columnist talk, but you don't need it because it's very similar to what your dog does for you. I'm not a dick, and I have a dog. I would like some kind of sheath that would be capable of uh, accepting uh, Char as 
uh, constantly messed up and bent as Char is. Okay. I'm not exactly what form that would take, but that's the request I'm making of these two. Thank you. Yeah, we kind of bungled it up with that sword. Do you still have it? Is this, like, still functional? Yeah. Can I just do that over and over again? Uh, y- no. No, we can't, Pan. No. <laughs> I don't mean intentionally. I mean, like, how many uses does it have? So, about the scabbard... So you're going to get a fireproof dragon scabbard. I guess. Like, I'm trying to think of how they'd make it fit Char. No, no I just, I just figured it out, because I'm a genius. Want to hear this? What shape yes. is the sheath? It doesn't matter. Make it any shape you want. Okay. So, like, a scimitar sheath? Cool, great. I'm going to light a match, drop it in the bottom, pull out Char, and just hold it in front. This seems like <laughs> a bad idea. <laughs> you know what? Actually, that does work, because Char is a fire-seeking sword. Uh, yeah, I know what I'm doing. A pan. And then, of course, as soon as Char fills the sheath, it immediately snuffs out the flame, because there's nothing for it to eat. I pat the hilt. Oh, congratulations, Harbinger. Dog is not the creepiest thing you have now. Thank you. I'm so glad to hear it. (sighs) Okay, which one of the two of us wants the diary? Mm, Not you. I'm taking it. Okay. (laughs) Jesus! Dan gets what the Apocalypse's fuck, diary. <laughs> now you're leaning way into it, Clove. I see what's happening here. Oh my god. That wasn't the meanest thing I've said. <laughs> that was like five out of as ten. As much as Trouble does not like you, she will part with it because she can think of no one else who should have it. This can only end well. She's like, here's a book about how you're gonna die, asshole. We can find out what's in that diary later. What's it look like? Is it like all leathery? Is there like a big old lock that with a lock in the shape of a dragon footprint or whatever? I mean, I I don't think it's like a book book. It is a book, but it is not on paper. It's half the size of a sheet of, like a full eight and a half by 11 sheet of paper. So like eight and a half by five and a half. And it is bound in scales. Each page is a dragon scale. Mm-hmm. Wait. <laughs> Radical. Radical. <laughs> seems, seems a wee bit impractical. Hey, hey, Pam. Uh-huh. Can I touch it? That's how you know it's a serious fucking diary. And it isn't bound at the edges, but bound through the center. There is a rope connecting them all. Just go- going right through the middle of each scale. Good. I'm into this. What? I'm picturing it in my head with my mind's eye, and I'm into it. Each page has a single rune, and when you touch it, you feel its meaning. Oh, okay. Magic bullshit. Got it. You touch a rune, and it's like, today I broke up with that asshole Brian. Actually, I do like that idea that they're contextualized from your own personal experiences rather than Apocalypse's experiences? No, I'm saying Apocalypse broke up with Brian. Also possible. Yeah, come on. So, Pop-Tart, do you know what you want from the library here? I will ask for it, but I will ask for it in secret. So I know what Joey was given, and Trouble probably gave it to Joey while you guys were off fighting a train. Joey, who is this? I'm Pop-Tart. Yeah, who's Joey? I'm sorry. Trouble gave it to Pop-Tart while everyone else was fighting a train. It, it's just a small little... It, it's a square covered in cloth. 
basically. Power cube. Is it magical cloth? No. No. Cloth's perfectly normal. Like, not perfectly normal in the same way that the dog is, but actually normal. Alright, and then Yuria is given the columnist I. I'm glad I'm taking the artifact that made me have a panic attack. That's so nice of... I fixed it. It's fine. Yeah, when you hold it in your hands, you definitely feel like you're much closer to the world as it really is. <sighs> so there's our fellowship move. We have fellowship with uh, trouble. Hooray! Yep. Hey, welcome to uh, downtime. You guys are welcome here for up to a week. And the train is completely out. There, There is no train coming to Dragon's Lore. Oh dear. The station is burned, the tracks are mangled, and the train itself is scattered in pieces, some of which are under a lake. Well, hey, sure, but on the plus side, we gave them a lot of extra raw metal to work with also. Uh, let's not admit that we were involved. With minimal casualties. There were minimal casualties. Oh, boy. So you guys can spend time here? Uh, I, the only way I can see to get back to your ship from here now is to take the tank and slowly drive, which will take a while. Oh That'll boy. be a journey. Hmm. Hmm. I won't be suspicious at all. But if you guys spend your downtime here, you'll also get to recover, which is something we have failed to do so far this game. That would be rather nice at this point, yes. Yeah. So here's a question. I have, re- I have remote control on the pumpkin patch. If it's done completed by the end of the week, can I just have it come here? Or is it too far out of range? I think it'd be out of range. Okay. It's real far away. You send a messenger bee. I mean, I could use my hoppy powers to hop to Logdale. It wouldn't take very long. That's true. Uh, yeah, you could hop over there, and if you brought Pan with you to power it, you guys could fly back over here. That is a strat. Or we can ride the goose. That is not a strat. Why? Can we not tame the goose? Can, Can I take my turn? Not be if nobody else is ready? Yes. Hooray! Then I, I honest, I've been thinking about it for a little bit now. I think Harbinger would feel way too bad about there being any casualties to do anything but like... Well, hang on, strike that. Before I do that, uh, I was also thinking that I think we need some better disguises, because we kind of scraped by, but the thing that mostly got scraped was a bunch of innocent bystanders... So, first I'm gonna head over to just, like, clothes shopping zone of Monster Hunter City and just buy as many, like, varieties of things to just stock up a wardrobe for all sorts of things. Monocles, fake mustaches, all sorts of wild stuff. Yeah, it sounds good. So that's a start. Take a disguise kit with two uses. Alrighty, let me write that down. And since you're specifically doing it to disguise everybody, uh, one use will either let you disguise one person really well or everyone okay. Okay. So, now that I have the disguise kit, I'm going to use one use immediately to disguise myself well and uh, basically go around and... Let's see, what would be a good disguise for this? Uh, Maybe some kind of, like, government bureaucrat whatever who's, like, going around offering reparations and at least some money for some tragedy to the victims, you know, that kind of thing. Sure. 
I'm not sure what would be better for that. A government thing or like a religious thing, maybe, if there happens to be any kind of church or whatever around here. Well, we do know there's a dragon cult. Oh, that's true. I could be... Are they like generally well regarded with the public, though? Otherwise, this kind of doesn't work. That's. I feel like that's on Clove to answer. I feel like not here. Not here? Okay, that's not a bad here. idea. Then probably just some government thing for now, but yeah, just some low-level bureaucrat that's like going around offering... If it's Monster Hunter Village, then there's like a, a guild a guild marm. <laughs> yeah, I'm gonna dress up as a guild marm. Perfect. Thank you very much. Yeah. Uh, yeah, and just go around and like... I don't know that we need to roleplay through all of that, because that seems a little emotionally exhausting for everyone involved, but... Uh, yeah, that's what I'd like to spend my time on. Sure, sure. So that's what Harvey's up to. And that's me. Bye. Thanks. Who would like to go next? I did have something in mind, but that's probably going to be, uh, spoiler alert, uh, working on the tank for the next ship. Okay. I guess I can just say that I'm preparing for that. Since it'll take a while to reformat a bit. Alright. So you're going to be working on the tank and such? Yeah, so the idea is that we're going to need something with a lot of guns now, probably. Except not literally guns. So Yaria had this really stupid idea. And by stupid, I mean it is super awesome. She figured out how to put honeycomb, uh, like little honeycomb homes into the tank. And what she's planning on doing when she gets back to the pumping patch is that she's going to repurpose all the bee drones so that they're remote controlled and that their computer stuff is inside each of the honeycombs. Okay, so you're going to have a drone tank. Yeah, and it's going to shoot bees. Kind of like what Bola did. Yeah, you're building a mini Bola. Yeah, for some reason Yuri is actually okay with that. Character development. We'll find out why later, but... Feel free to take a bond with the tank. Um, I'll give you stats for it later, when they're relevant. But they'll probably change as it becomes Bola 2.0. What about Billy... What about Billy? What about Bolt? What about Billy for the tank? The name Billy for the tank, like Bola but Billy. You know. Look, it's already bad enough that we call it the B tank, and that's a Mega Man Bell Network reference right there. The bank. <sighs> was that a suggestion, or is Pan just like asleep on a park bench somewhere and just like said that in a sleep and is like, bank, and then rolled over? Just a nobody. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Full disclosure, I think he's. He's, he's gotten very immersed in the party culture of the oh, dragon boy. hunters. <laughs> oh, God. Oh, no. oh. So you just spent a week getting wasted? Kind of. Uh. <sighs> Alright, so what's that like? Probably it's a little bit uh, like medieval tabard style rabble rousing and demonstrations of physical strength. Harpsichord cover of Closing Time. That's not, yeah, that sounds... Well, not harpsichord. Like, old, like, big... Saxophone. Like, big carved horns and percussion. Bagpipes. Bagpipes. Lots of bagpipes. So many bagpipes. Gnome, I have a request for you as GM of this scene. Clove, uh, look over there. Mm-hmm. Okay. Uh, you should you should make Pan meet someone who like gives him a fucking hug, but because boy does he need it. 
<laughs> I mean, I was gonna say it was canon, but Pan has hooked up in the past 24 hours. Oh boy. I was going to say, like, what's the male version of a tavern wench? Tavern boy? Oh, well, don't say it like that. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that makes you think of kids, doesn't it? Yeah. yeah. That's not so good. That's not so good. It's not so good. Uh, tavern beef? The tavern beef. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, yeah. Jesus Christ. It's Brian. <laughs> now, I have a feeling that, like, Pan is into, like, really Twinkie boys. Because, like, everybody's shorter than him anyway. Might as well go all in, right? Hmm. Not quite. <laughs> <laughs> um. I don't know. That's the end goal of this. Okay. Is that he's. He's, he's been kind of through it. And you want a boyfriend? That's the thing. Oh, is Pan gonna de- get a boyfriend? Oh, not that, that, not that degree of emotional commitment. He's not good at that. You wake up for a one night? The explicit text of here is that Pan is, <laughs> Pan is hooking up. Yes. How about like we don't think of one guy and just multiple guys? Because Pan's really hot. Or that I don't know. But maybe he just doesn't remember any of their names. Pan is coming back. Pan is emotionally exhausted, and he's having a hedonistic night of physical pleasure. I bet my kid will like this episode of Six Feet Under. Oh no! <laughs> Remember half an hour ago when Gnome said this was a PG production? Yeah, it was apparently very wrong. Well, I'm, not like, I'm not like describing it. I'm not gonna like make it. Yeah, yeah we're not going to, to be that group that role plays the sex our characters are having. I'm just making it known that that is what's happening. Okay. So that's what that's what Pan's up to for the week. Wait, he's t- <laughs> the whole week. <laughs> the whole week. Oh, the implications. Look, sometimes you just need a break from it all, so you like take a week off, uh, and that's it. That's all I have to say. Did I get anything from my week of like just hanging out with trouble, or is that just a oh, that's the fellowship move? Never mind, I'm stupid. Yeah, that's the that's the fellowship move. That's fine. I was yep. I was just like helping her around the library or whatever. Yeah. If there's anything more you want to talk about her with her, we can do that quick. But like, um, I feel like we covered most of it, except for the the thing that you mentioned. I I feel like what I've done mostly is like talk to her about what she knows about the dragons, and she's been like, "Why do you need to know this, Pop Tart? Like, why, why, why?" Because she doesn't like the fact that my basically my brother is a dragon. Yeah. So it was it, it took me roughly that long to get some information out of her. Okay. And then also you warning her that halflings are illegal. Yeah. Also yeah. that thing. Yeah, that's the that's like the one thing we missed in our actual conversation that you wanted to tell trouble. Yeah. So, that's that's on the table for the folks at home. That's been that's been made known. Okay. Now it's my turn during the downtime scene. Oh boy. Out. <laughs> I haven't even said anything yet and popped our hurt themselves. No, I went to clap in glee and I accidentally cut the palm of my hand with my thumb. Having long nails is a pain in the ass. Please continue, friend. So I think this, uh, this scene is going to be uh, us checking in with Knight and Gislin because they caused some problems for you guys pretty recently. And... The two of them are marching north through the wilderness, 
pretty much avoiding towns and train tracks now, because surprise, surprise, they have wanted posters too now. For You're... some reason, I can't imagine why. You're welcome! They see the next tower looming in the distance and just start heading towards it. And elsewhere, we see Aurorealis staring down into a sea of fog and she reaches out a hand and wherever she touches the fog freezes solid and now we cut back to us that's pretty good i feel like would that cause like an immediate weird reaction with the crystal in a jar that i forgot about and then yuria has it now the ice crystal in a white uh, ice crystal jar thing remember i forgot what that thing does it just like the crystal in the jar gets bigger when her ice gets more powerful oh yes okay yeah it'll it'll be like blinking a bit in response to that and growing slightly not a lot but enough that if you're watching it you'll notice (laughs) yeah harvey uh so she shows it she's on the move is this like a week later now yeah, this is now the week later. Yeah, yeah, let's get moving then, in that case. As long as everybody had a chance to have a scene, that is. Yes, some of us calls her scene all right. Isn't that right, Pan? All right, it's time. I think it's time for Yuria's big moment where she pulls off the curtain off the, the mystery tank. I mean, I need the breeze to make it move, so we're probably going to need... It's still a regular tank. It can still drive. Oh, well, I guess. It didn't actually get damaged at all and. In- anything you've done with it. Alright, we'll do it the boring way. Everyone get into the tank. Hooray. What's the seating arrangement like inside a two-person tank for four people, one of whom is a 17-foot dragon? Well, they can both shrink. Oh, good. Good point. Why am I the one that keeps remembering that both of them can shrink now? I have a lot of things on my mind. Anyway, here's a disguise Also, no one questioning very inaccurate height approximation. (laughs) How much is a foot again? Yuria looks at her paws. Um? Yeah, see? Like 17 of those. (laughs) Yeah. Right? Yeah. Let's go. So, Gnome, two questions. Yep. Uh, number one, did all our gear refresh? Yes. So how recovering works is all of your stats are healed and all of your gear re- restores all of its uses. I just wanted to make sure I wasn't unchecking them unnecessarily. And yep. number two, um, I, as a water spirit, am connected to the ocean. Do I sense anything when Aurorealis does this thing? Not yet. Not yet, okay. Everything's fine so far. Yeah, Pop-Tart says everything... Well, uh, you know, relative to our current situation, everything's fine. The thing about Overlord plans is that they take three stages to complete. So, this is is me declaring that that's starting. Stage one is underway. Okay, let's get this tank on the road, but maybe not actually the road. Maybe some forests, or maybe somewhere else with some nice cover from everyone who's searching for a stolen tank. Does the tank have, like, a gun on it or anything like that? It's a tank, so yes. Okay, so what I'm going to do is I'm going to be a frog, and I'm going to sit in the barrel of the tank gun. 
This is a good idea that can't go wrong. No, and what I'm going to do is, are we, like, are we moving? I hope so. The tank is underway, and you guys are starting a long journey back, because tanks are slow. Mm-hmm. I hope we're going, guys, otherwise I'm just going... With my mouth. <laughs> I'm, I'm going to use this opportunity to, like, scout ahead. Okay. Because, like, I will always be able to see what's in front of the tank, and as long as I don't go further away from the tank than I can see, I can always get back to it. Oh, yeah. this is... <laughs> God damn it. So basically, Pop-Tart is ac- acting as a radar. So every ping is just Pop-Tart flying forward, and then zipping back. Every ping is popped out going, Caro. <laughs> oh. This rules. Thank goodness for... Thank goodness for this game, honestly. So, Pop-Tart. Hi. What's something unusual you find with your radar? How long has it been since we were in Londora? About a week and a half. The strange thing that we see... is Revolution. So, Pop-Tart, the first thing you notice about Revolution... Uh, is that you don't feel her like you feel halflings. Okay. The second thing you notice is that there is, you know, an eight-foot-tall ghost made of cogs floating in the road in front of the tank. Okay. She has hollow, empty eyes and a very small smile, and she waves to you like a single cog breaks from the mass and just kind of waves. Oh, God, this is a creepypasta podcast. So... She doesn't feel like other halflings to me, but what does she feel like? Well, she feels like someone you've known your entire life, even though you just met. Sorry, can I clarify for a minute? Uh, Yeah. So Revolution is, like, comprised of cogs kind of thing? Yes, she is a cog wraith. Oh, that's cool. So, interesting. So, a little bit like Feather Beast and Weird Dog? And insofar as being comprised mostly of one thing. Like, she very obviously has a mouth and limbs. Yeah. Cool, Weird Dog has a crush on Revolution now. Mm-hmm. As a being that is infinitely understandable and yet infinitely far away, being a halfling as opposed to uh, censored, censored, censored. Sure, sure. Yeah, that that's Revolution. Isn't she cute? Yeah, the dog is into it. The dog, the dog wag, wags a tentacle in the back or whatever, I don't know. <laughs> I'm so glad we care so much about what dog is doing. Uh, I'm gonna wave back. I feel like she doesn't say anything in response, but it's not for, like... You get the feeling that she just doesn't talk. Maybe not yet, or maybe not at all. Yeah, that's fair. Now, should I report this to everybody, or should I keep it to myself? Because they're all inside the tank, and I'm the radar. They're relying on me to tell them when something strange pops up. Yes. Yes, none of your teammates are psychic, that is correct. Also, she shows up in the middle of the night, so half of them are probably sleeping. Can I ask her where she's going? She makes a gesture towards you. And then another wave. You wanted to... find me? She nods. You get a feeling of thankfulness. What, what did I do? I think now she says a word. You did everything. And with that, she's going to vanish back towards the city of Lendora. Like her cogs just whooshing in the night. I just did my job. I'm 
going to choose to not tell people that I saw Revolution just because I don't want to freak them out. She's a little different than you probably expected. A little different, yeah. Well, congrats, you met your child. Time to have a baby shower. Yeah, um, I, I don't know if the players or the listeners know this. There are only two halflings that have ever... No, three halflings that have ever made a child? Yes, there are three. Pop-Tart is one of them. Pop-Tart is the third. The other two are kind of a big deal. Uh, yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah, well, we'll bring them up when it matters, but... Hey, Yuria, the tank is stuck in some dirt. Some mud. Oh. Huh. That's really weird because tanks are usually made to go over mud. Yeah, I know, they normally are. Hmm. Man, it's like there's some weird enchanted mud around that prevents war machines from going past. Wait, 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 wait. What? Wait! Fun! I was getting excited. I could tell you were getting excited because this is your fault. (laughs) How is this my fault? So, Yuria, (sighs) as much as you try, the, the tank is completely stuck in mud that seems to move specifically to stall the tank. Ah, how annoying. Is this mud not the result of the river you created in the city when we escaped there? Oh. Perhaps they've been shipping it around, or perhaps it made it here by natural means, or unnatural means. Well, if it's unnatural means... Oh, let's see. I'm going to look into the columnist's eye and see if I can see any sort of magical essence. Oh, whatever. This seems like a lot of work. It's just some mud. It's just going to jump out of the ship <laughs> to start breaking it down. Okay. Yeah. Yeah, if, if it's from my river, you'll be you'll be able to sense the magic in it. Yes, okay. So, that's that's how it's going. So, you, you look through the columnist's eye and you can see that yes, this is in fact Pop-Tart's river. It's... When you look at it, you feel Pop-Tart. It is like you are looking at a piece of Pop-Tart. Great. Time to get rid of it. Pan! <laughs> so Yuria looks at the mud, and then she looks at Pop-Tart, she looks at the mud, she looks at Pop-Tart again. While you're looking back and forth, you notice that that's everywhere. Oh, she's starting to get dizzy now. That Pop-Tart's, like... I swear, I'm saying Pop-Tart all over! Pop-Tart's area of influence has expanded greatly from Lendora. Hey. I prefer to think of it more as Pop-Tart is always here to protect you. Okay, hey Pop-Tart, uh... Ty, um, yes. This, this mud is... Um, this mud is kind of your territory. Oh, is this my mud? Yeah. Can I keep it? <laughs> sure. Look, we, I just want to get the tank through this mud. It's kind of keeping it from going through the mud. So, Pan, while, while, while you're doing and trying to bake the mud off. Yes. That is working, except you're baking it, like, into the tank. That's fine. So it's still stuck. Pan! Oh, we can clean it. Yeah, let's just wash it off with water and turn it back into mud. <laughs> the problem becomes apparent. It's other ways of cleaning mud. Like, if it's baked off, it'll just fall off eventually. Pan. What? It's us. But, but you, you've... <laughs> what, you've never gotten muddy and, like, let it dry Pan. and then it's just, like, loose, dry earth you can just rub off? Pan, oh my god. Do your one move. Oh, wait. You have a thing for this! <laughs> you also have the thing. I can't do everything around here, plus I'm not that good at talking! 
Also, you're the one already actively trying to solve the problem. Okay, I'm gonna use Earth Friend and do the talky thingy. Let me speak softly. Yup. I think at this point it's just Earth Acquaintance. Yeah. Hey, if there's anyone I'm still on good terms with, it's dirt. Great. You about say such wonderful things about your character. Oh, oh yeah, if you love nerds so much, why don't you take a nap with it? Six feet under! Not acknowledging that. Ah, title drop. Please do not threaten to kill Pan. <laughs> okay. Look, I rolled good. We can get rid of the dirt. <laughs> In addition, you can ask it any other questions you'd like from the list. It only takes one use to clear the stuff away. Yeah. A lot of questions. You can ask dirt. Okay. <laughs> this is never going to come up again. I'm going to leave behind a message for dwarves. Okay. <laughs> just because. What message would you like to leave? <laughs> it's just going to be, like, it's going to be completely incoherent babbling. Basically an incoherent letter home. Yeah, it's just like a vent that he's leaving there. Okay, let me let me posit an idea for you. Mm-hmm. With, with your second question... He's leaving an angry diary entry on the ground. <laughs> okay. In the dirt. <laughs> it's the yellow rock. Got it. So if a dwarf ever walks by here, they'll know that Friar Pan from St. Madeline's Monastery is fucking pissed. <laughs> Good. See, uh, when when it was proposed as a letter, I was going to say, you could send your third, use your third use to have the, the stone with the message travel back to the monastery. No. But if you're just going to leave an angry yell shout, maybe not. <laughs> I'm just leaving that there. I'm sorry, did you say you're leaving a Yelp review? This forest is shit, 5 out of 10. An angry yell shout. I'm leaving an angry yell shout. Yuria jumps up onto the pan's shoulders. Let's go. What if we could develop the tank into something like the missing link between infantry and artillery? Oh my god. Pan, are you hungover? What's hungover, by the way? <laughs> Pan, pick up the tank and walk through the mud. I just know it's bad, but are you that thing? Mm, sure, let's go with that. I'm gonna throw some slime at him. How does it feel now that you're sober for the first time in a week? Uh, bored. Boring. Good. Good, great. Good answer, thanks. I feel like at this point, Harbinger would just be like unrolling a picnic lunch on top of the tank or something. I'm throwing slime at Pan in protest. On top of Billy. Because he's being a grumpus. Can I call him grumpus from now on? Call him whatever you want. I'm trying to think about what Harbinger would have in their lunchbox. I'd rather not. Probably just like 80 of those, like, wieners cut to look like octopi, because that's really on brand. Also, those are really cute. Yeah. Like a really spooky bento box? Hold on, I need to Google spooky bento box. Yeah. So what's the situation with the mud? We have escaped the mud. Hooray! The the tank is moving onward. Hooray! How's my picnic lunch going? Yeah, that's my next question for you. While you're having your picnic picnic lunch, what creature interrupts it? Oh, it's a swooping three-legged crow who snatches up some wieners. Get yourself a Yatagarasu around here. That's correct. And where there's Yatagarasu, there's trouble. Yatagarasu like to prey on those who are about to experience some sort of extreme misfortune so they won't be pursued and after they snatch their lunch. 
Maybe we should turn the tank. That sounds mighty superstitious. Maybe we could just turn the tank a little bit. You know, just a just like a just a little bit. Like half a degree? Mm, I can do that. A little more than that. One degree? No, what I have not. Why don't I just drive in a big circle and we'll just go right back on with the. Harbinger, I want to get no, back to the bumpkin patch. You know, it's just an omen, you know. It's, uh, it's the universe. <laughs> and while you two are bickering, the tank almost goes over the edge into the Aeoli River. Ah! Okay, so let's not go in the. Let's not go half a degree. Well, that was the misfortune, so we're fine now. What are you waiting for? Go on, go. Well, the misfortune isn't over because, like, you gotta roll. Oh, bummer. We're gonna need a dice roll from Yuria to not pilot directly into the drink. Ha ha ha, my scene got you in trouble. When does it never? Like, out of five and four, I... You see, my expert sensors detected this eight-foot-long river, so I was able to stop the tank from going into there. She crossed to the side. <clears throat> Congrats, you did not lose your tank. If all of this mud is made out of water from my river, does that mean that like, I can always sense what's going on in my river. Yeah. Yeah, you can sense the stuff going on in and around Lendora. Okay. If you focus on it. Okay, that, that, I will keep that in the memory banks. Actually, if you want, I will draw a quick circle on the map. Okay. For how far Pop-Tart's influence is currently spread. That's about that. It's that pale blue circle. Oh, goodness. It is big. It is large, yes. The people of Lindora believe in your miracle. So its influence spreads. Okay. Neat. So would I be able to, like, concentrate really, really hard and, like, probably have to roll wisdom to do this to figure out if anybody is chasing us? Yeah, that sounds good. Roll, uh, speak softly with the earth. Da, 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 da. Speak softly. It's wisdom. Speak softly is wisdom. Oh dear. Okay. A two and a six. For your first question, you wanted to ask if anyone was following you. Yes. Okay. And I will say that the answer is no. There is currently nobody following you. At least not on the ground. Okay. Oh. I mean, that's not that ominous. I mean, I can only detect things on the ground, so... Is there anything nearby that could hurt us? Just this river. You just have to cross this river. Once you're there, you're in Logdale where you have Flapjack's protection. Okay. So basically, we're good. Yes. Okay, guys, we're... We're... We're good. We can do the thing. So, Pan, how do you get this, uh... The ship across the river? The tank across the river. Um, fuck if I know. Um. That's a good. That's a good thing to say that inspires us with so much confidence. <sighs> I mean, this isn't my job. I don't. I'm not the water person. You are. I mean, Pop Dad's job is mostly drowning things with water. Also, I'm busy being the radar right now. I guess I can, I can do fire. I don't know. Um. I have an idea. Yes. What would be a good thing to give up to supercharge Tentacle Beast once again, your friend and mine? You got all your gear backs. So you got all of that stuff to work with. 
That's true. Let's take a look-see. Could I use one of my uses of the Ley Lines of Magic, even though it's not really revealing a sealed location? Uh, yeah. Yes, I would like to use the Ley Lines to superpower uh, my beloved weird dogs. What's the... Colosite is the movie one. So I'll damage that stat as well. And with a fucking metaphorical tip of the hat to the Pop-Tart, I think two giant frog legs made out of tentacles are going to pop out on either side of the tank and just hop right across the river. Ribbit! Ribbit. Fantastic. Whee! And with that, it's only a short journey into Logdale proper, where you can finally be reunited with, reunited with the pumpkin patch. I'm going to hop ahead and warn the village that everybody's coming. Okay. And also say hi to Flapjack. Mm-hmm. Hey there, Popter. Flapjack! Gonna throw some slime at him. It's good to see ya. You came back real quick. We did some things. We did some things. That was a fire and a train and a king. A fire's bad. It's okay. We fixed it. Um, but there was a king and I yelled at him a bit. You told me about that already, Pop-Tart. Listen, it, it, it's been an eventful couple of weeks, okay? <laughs> anyway, my, 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 my friends are coming. They, they'll okay. be here in a few minutes. So we, we, we've come to see you, and Yuri is here. Okay. It'll be good to see Yuri again. Yeah! Can I have the tank on the outside of the forest? Because, like, I'm starting to think, you know, I don't know how they're going to react to a giant worm machine just kind of... Barely in. Hmm. Yeah, maybe just like park the tank outside the forest and walk the rest of the way. Yeah, I can move the pumpkin patch over there. I want to hear about the pumpkin patch because when we left it off, it was like kind of a junky shopping mall that we renovated out, and now it had it's had time to be restored fully. So maybe does it like look nice now? It's covered in bees. So like shiny new orange coat of paint on everything. I swear to God, if it's changed too much, I'm going to scream. I've nearly finished, guys. <laughs> oh no, they're all eggplants no, now. No, I think it looks exactly like what your crochet is going to look like, and now is the time for that to happen. It's very convenient. <laughs> it looks possibly worse than it did before. Oh. However, it looks like it would work now, which I guess is an improvement. All the piping has been repaired, but very, like, shoddily. Like, there's just bits of metal literally welded over the holes and such. <sighs> so, like, the central power core, instead of being, like, four nicely even tanks, is just a bunch of scrap welded all over each other. Well, I trusted you guys to do your job well, and you fucked that up, so now you're damned to the tank! Yeah, it, uh, turns out the pumpkin patch is complicated, and you just kind of told these bees to do whatever. Look, I don't know how it works either. <laughs> magic. It does run on magic, actually. It literally does, yeah. Yuri looks through this commissai again. Wait, is it? I mean, you stick a dragon in the bottom to make it fly. Oh. Yeah. That's what I was referring to. Okay. So I am still a mechanical genius. Hooray! Yeah. Also, we navigate with weird halfling powers. Your pilot is literally a frog. So can we just park the tank in good old Mar Anne Marley Vidson? Yeah, that was the plan. If it's in Bed Bathing Beyonding. 
I I was under some misconceptions about the size of this tank. <laughs> it's it's a tank. It's a metal slug tank. It's it's big enough for like two people. Okay. And look, Pan, this thing it's gonna have the bees in there, and it's gonna be close to your bedroom area. No, I, I was just I I just thought this tank was much larger than it actually is. It's pretty heavily armed, but yeah, it's not that big. You could have carried it across the river. Or thrown it. I think the tank should have a face, and I think Pop-Tart should be the one to draw the face on it with crayon. Okay. I'm drawing this line in the sand, damn it. You just give me the biggest crayon ever. Yes, that's correct. I keep the world's biggest crayons on hand for just this sort of emergency. (laughs) (laughs) Is it one of those those rainbow crayons? Oh man, I love those. Yes. Yes, it'll, it, yeah. Yes. Oh, these rainbow crayons seem kind of tacky. <laughs> wow. Wow. You know, I had those as a kid. Thank you. They were the best. You know how all the kids got these 64, 128 crayon packs? You know what I had? I wanted these rainbow crayons. It was the best. So like, uh, the... Tri- it's all the colors in one crayon. The thing that people do where you just tape a bunch of crayons to a poster board and let them melt and like everyone's done it so it's not even that cool or interesting anymore i have an important question what's up uh how long was our journey back and consequently has aurorealis had time to advance her plans uh it's been like three or four days so yeah it could be Mm. it isn't mechanically but if you want me to no that's fine i was just curious Let's okay. see. So, so everything's a little bit crapped up, but functional, right? We can work with that. I think the best course of action for this, since now we have two powerful people looking for us, I think we should probably pilot up above the clouds before we head north, so we get a little bit more cover from the prying eyes of those on the ground. Now, are we going north or are we going west? Because it looks like the tower's about equal distance. I would like to go north. Yeah, we've only broke one tower. I would like to go north as originally planned for now. Alright. Unfortunately, we can't stay here for long, so we probably should take off. Okay, let's just go back north and retread this. Oh, but Flapjack's here. Hi, Flapjack. Bye, Flapjack. Bye, Harbinger. I'm sorry we didn't get to stay long, Flapjack. Bye, Scott. <laughs> oh yeah, Scott. Sorry, sorry, Scott. Hey, Scott, did you know that Pam really loves boyfriends? Anyway, we're going. Bye. How is that even like an own or anything? Hey, Scott, my brother has a crush on you. Okay. Wow. <laughs> <laughs> Fuck this guy. You don't need his shit, Pan. Fucking, let's get out of here. <laughs> Jesus. We'll find you something better in the next town. Jesus. He's too good for you anyway. We'll find you a nice cloud person. (laughs) Do we have cloud people? I don't know. We do now. Let's go up there and find out. Come on, come on, let's go, let's go. Up, up, up. Where's the up button? I hammer on it. Harbinger, I think they just call them birds. What birds? Cloud people. (laughs) (laughs) Okay. Ah. Birds are just the people of the sky, right? 